Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hashtag The Real Her Podcast. This is your host, Ariana. All right, so I've been wanting to do this podcast for a minute, but I just, nerves was getting to me. I just kept putting it off, but here we are. Woohoo. So this podcast um, is really just going to be about authenticity and just dropping some gems of things that I've learned throughout my life and throughout my spiritual journey, um, and just providing a platform for people to listen and just feel some things that they can relate to, because I feel like sometimes we go through things and we think we're alone, when in reality, there are a lot of people going through something very similar as you, so I just wanted to, you know, put this content out for you guys for that specific reason, especially with this time that we are going through right now. All right, so a little bit about myself so you guys know who I am. I am going to be 23 years old. I'm currently a senior. I'm about to finish college in June, which is very exciting. Um, I am a music industry major, and I do sing, and I also do tarot. Um, So follow my YouTube channel, Tarot by Aerie, and it's spelled A-R-I-E. I just posted my first video up there, and really, I've just been using this quarantine to kind of just start going into new ventures and doing things that I planned on doing for a minute, and just taking that step and getting it started, and just seeing how everything's going to play out. So I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about this podcast. So really, this first podcast is just going to be about my spiritual awakening and things that I've noticed throughout my journey thus far. So I would say that my spiritual awakening began in mid-2016. And the reason why I kind of felt like this was an awakening period for me was because at first, like throughout that first half of the year, I really did not know what was going on. Like, I was just like, what is this? What is life? Um, What am I doing? This was also like my freshman year of college. So just adjusting from high school to college in general is just a very confusing time. And I feel like it's a time that people don't really talk about too much and acknowledge. But yeah, so, you know, you always have to, you you go into college with this narrative of like, oh, you need to know what you want to do. And in reality, like sometimes that's just not possible for that time right now. Because I mean, think about it, like you spent four years in high school and, you know, you probably had different dreams going into high school and leaving high school. And that's pretty much just how life is. Like sometimes you have a goal of what you want to do or an idea and then it changes. And that's totally fine. That's the part of being human. Um, so, and that's really the point that I want to drive home with this podcast is just being human is okay. And being human is is being human and there's nothing wrong with it. And don't let anybody tell you that there is. All right, so... Um, I went to community college first just because I felt like that was the better choice for me to kind of figure out exactly what I wanted to do. So I went in as a business administration major. I did graduate in 2018 with my associates in business admin. Um, I realized mid-2017 that I really did not like business admin anymore. And um, the real reason why I went in as a business admin major was to 
pursue my long-term goal of like opening my own record label and I was like of course I need to know the business side of things before even thinking about starting my dream of that you know so that was the logic that I went into but yes so during 2016 (laughs) um I entered a really fabulous program that really transformed me as a person, and I'm very appreciative to it. Shout out to NSLS, which is the National Society of Leadership and Success. My best friend, Chanel, she was the president. She was the founding president of the society at our school branch. And she convinced me to join. And not only did she convince me to join this, but she convinced me to join the e-board of it. So this isn't a normal, like, national society, shall I say, um, or or honor society or whatever. Um, This is more so a society to help you as a person develop your craft and develop yourself so that you can pursue things that you want to pursue in your life. And... I really loved it because it was more about personal development and not so much about, oh, your GPA. Um, So I was all over it. (laughs) And I got into it because you have to pay an initial fee, which I didn't mind because I knew like I was going to get everything that I needed to get out of this. So I paid the fee and then I did apply to be the social events chair. So That was a really fun experience, putting together events and things like that. So we would have some events, um, events, excuse me, we would have some events, um, that's called like speaker broadcasts and pretty much you, it would be like a celebrity, obviously just dropping some gems and we would live stream it at school. So I will put those like viewing parties together. I will put our ceremony together because you do get a plaque at the end and you're an alumni in the society once you complete all the steps that is required, etc. So prior to me joining that, like I was really just this introverted person. And in a way, I'm still very introverted, but I do know how to like be social when I need to, in a way. That was something I really struggled with in the beginning of college, but now I feel like it's definitely way easier for me to open up more and be more social with others, just because, you know, I had to change my mindset. But without this society, I swear I would not be where I'm at today. That is what really made me start my spiritual awakening because I started going deeper within myself and and asking myself questions like, who am I and what do I feel like my purposes are? Because I know I definitely have more than one purpose. And I feel like everybody has more than one purpose here on this earth. And by the way, I am not religious or anything like that. This is not what I'm trying to portray. I'm just simply into... I'm in tune with getting to know myself, and that's my definition of spirituality. So, but, uh, yeah, so 2016, I entered that society. Um, I was there for pretty much the up until, like, the beginning of 2018 before I graduated because I stepped down. Um, So I actually worked my way up from social uh, society events chair to vice president, which was amazing because me and my best friend were like side by side. She was president. I was vice president. And we really gave our all to make sure that the society still kept its role of helping people personally develop themselves. So we wanted to make sure that we wanted to drive it home. 
And then on top of that, I did meet somebody who played a very essential part in my life. Um, And honestly, looking back at this, I met this person in uh, November. There we go. I met this person in November of 2016. I was introduced to them by my cousin. Shout out to her. That's my boo, Michaela. Um, really? I know you're probably wondering, like, how does how does meeting a person like contribute to your spiritual awakening? Trust me, it definitely does. Cause like, of course, the the society program, like, it definitely contributed and like jump started it. But this person really, really jump started it for me. And I say this because like the overall lesson that I feel like I had to learn with experiencing this person in my life was to love myself more in a way. I would definitely say that this person was my first love. I have no problem saying that. Um, This person definitely was my first love, and I still have tons of love for them. But, you know, we are no longer speaking, which is okay. And in a way, it's just kind of crazy because, like, we had really got so close within the years of, like, 2016, 2017, and even 2018, And then, like, 2019, just things had changed drastically between us. And now we are just at a moment where we don't even speak. And sometimes that's really just how life goes. But I had to – it took me a while to realize, though, like, you meet people at a certain time in your life for a certain reason. And they're not always necessarily meant to stay as long as you want them to. But they stay for the right amount of time that they're supposed to. And believe me. I am still figuring myself out till this day. I'm always going to be trying to figure myself out, but I do have a better feeling and knowing of who I am now than I definitely did years ago, especially in 20, you know, during those years of 2016, 2017 and 2018. Um but yeah, this person really showed me at the time like the reciprocation that I wanted from somebody else because like um I know this is very personal, but I don't mind putting this out there. I've actually never been in a real relationship, and I never even got into a relationship with this person I'm talking about, Um, but this person has such a, a effect on me that I just didn't know existed, and that kind of just actually opened my eyes up to, like, what I will and will not tolerate for whoever I do decide to date going forward with my life. Um... Yeah, (laughs) but pretty much, like, I'm stumbling because there's so much information to tell you guys, and forgive me, this is my first episode, you know, I'll definitely get better at this, but this is pretty much just like we're having a chat, and that's how I want this podcast to feel, like we're having a chat, Um, but yeah, so me and this person, like, we went, we met each other a total of three times thus far. This person is not from where I live and where I'm from. This person does not go to the same school as me. They go to a school in New York. So, you know, long distance, automatically, like, that's just a lesson within itself, like, long distance. Um, But we used to talk, like, every single day, just, like, checking on each other and seeing how each other went, how um, how each other are. Lord, I can't speak. Okay, anyway, seeing how (laughs) we were and things like that. And 
I really thought, like, I had this initial thought, like, oh, my God, I felt like he was, like, my soulmate in a way. And by the way, like, you definitely can have multiple soulmates because he's definitely not the only one. I had a really strong connection with my friend who passed away, unfortunately. But those three, four months that we had spent together, we were close as can be. I felt like I had known him for such a long time. And I really appreciated that time getting to know him and spending with him during his time here on this earth. And he still has a major impact on me today. And, you know, I I will always remember him. But yes, so me and this person, We met a total of three times, but each time was very essential just because like it kind of felt like it was more intense each more intense each time that we met. So like in the beginning, like we had a little simple day. We went out to eat. We had a parked car conversation. We talked about ourselves and just about things that we wanted at the time. And boy, like the things that I wanted during that time are so much different than like the things that I want now, uh, especially like out of a romantic relationship slash partner. Um, But I was always the type of person to be straight up with people and tell them like, look, I'm looking for something long term. That has not changed. I do. I'm a woman that wants something long term. I am not with this multiple dating stuff. Like if that is you, you know, I'm not discriminating you and I'm not judging you like kudos to you. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But that's not my thing. And I'm honestly a person who will wait and be single a long time, no matter how much it's annoying or it gets lonely. I'm a person that will wait as long as I need to until I do find somebody who I feel is worthy of myself. And that all goes back to like self-love and things like that, which is something I've really been practicing these last couple of years, Um, which is why I say like this person definitely showed me like where I was lacking self-love at the most because of the things that we did go through but it was an instant pull instant pull like I said I felt like I knew him forever like I swear to you guys like when I first met him it was in a Starbucks, my local Starbucks, my cousin was with me and she was the one who put this together and she didn't even do it in like the sense of like us talking later. She just kind of did it because she was like, you know, my friend is in town and I'm also in town. So like, I haven't seen this person in a while. So like, let's, let's get together. And I had to drive her there. Cause like, you know, she doesn't have a car here. Cause she's, she's also, she's from here, but she doesn't live here. She goes to school in mass. So she came and visited me and you know that's how we do so when it's when this person walked into starbucks i kid you not like the whole room just got brighter and it had felt like time had stopped and i was just like freaked out by that cuz i never experienced anything like that before i was just like what in the world is happening and i kept all of these things like internal i didn't really tell my cousin until like later on in the whole thing but <laughs> yeah and then like immediately like me and this person just could not keep our eyes off of each other and this person really wanted to get to know me so i i feel like he had that pull towards me as well because like when they were reminiscing when him and my cousin were reminiscing about them being together because they both lived in Georgia and they both went to high school in Georgia they went to the same high school so they were reminiscing about their stuff you know during that time it was kind of awkward for me because I'm just like 
all right, I'm just not going to say anything. And like, I'm just going to let y'all rock and let y'all talk about what y'all talk about. And every time like I would get quiet and I would kind of like go to myself, he would stop and be like, you know, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you not saying nothing? So that's how I knew like, okay, he's definitely like interested in me or whatever not to be cocky or anything, but it was just, it was obvious just of how he was acting. And then my cousin pulled the classic trick of like, oh, I need to go to your car because I forgot something and (laughs) left me and that person alone. And that person, when I tell you, like he went from sitting across from me at the table to like sitting right next to me, facing me like directly in my face, looking at me in my eyes, my face, everything. And was like, so like, have you always lived here? Tell me your life story. I was shocked because I never had that attention before from any guy. Like, I was just like, holy crap. Like, he really wanted to get to know me. Like, this is a feeling that I've never felt before. So from that night, um, we said our goodbyes. This is the day before Thanksgiving of 2016. So once I got home, like I had to help my mom cook and things like that. Me and my cousin, we both had to help my mom cook and get ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow. And he winds up texting my cousin as we were doing all of this at night. And he tells her like, Hey, your cousin is something else. Like, I really want to get to know her. Like, please give her my number because like we were going to exchange our numbers that night, but his phone had died, like completely died, but his phone was broken. So yeah. But was that a sign? I don't know. Maybe that was, but I overlooked that. So the next day I wound up texting him and I was like, all right, I'm going to text him like during the middle of the day. So I texted him. He immediately responded back. It was pretty much just telling me like, hey, like I could not keep my eyes off of you like that night. And like, you're such a beautiful person. I could tell like, what are you looking for in like a relationship? So we just, you know, getting to know each other. So we did that. And then he literally told me like, I remember you saying that night that like, you never went on a date at all and he was like I really want to be the person to take you out on your first date how's that sound and I was like okay great now in the past um I've had I've had a few people tell me they were going to take me on a date and it just never got to that point like we just stopped talking before it was even possible to schedule a date so yeah so I I was kind of like iffy I was kind of like all right let's see if he's like action let's see let's see if we take action let's see if he's all talk or what literally guys the next week me and this person was on that date and that was crazy because he really meant it like he he hit me up first and was like hey like I'm coming down because and the reason why like we had saw each other is because he has family that lives where I live so that's how we saw each other but he was like, I'm coming down. Let's do this and that and that. So we did that. And it was great. It was awesome. From there, we were texting every single day. Like, I kid you not. We kept, we were texting every single day. We had great chemistry. Um, so then later on that year, going into 2017, I, I've, decided that I wanted to tell him my feelings and I told him and he told me straight up like he just never saw us in that way and 
you know, to this day, that's still very confusing. But that's like, that's a sign that I actually needed to see. So that's sign number one. There was plenty of signs telling me like this was not going to work. But like, I just was so wrapped into it, I guess, because like, I thought this was like, I thought we had like a spiritual connection in a way. So yes, that made me like overlook some things, which, you know, is human once again. But yeah, so he t- he had told me that, and then, like, he was just pretty much like, can I still come and see you? Like, I really hope this doesn't make things awkward. And I was like, no, we could still be friends or whatever. But, y'all, when I tell you, like, I was just like, I do not want to talk to him again. I just did not want to talk to him again. Like, I was happy that he was straight up with me, and I wasn't mad at him for being, like, honest with me. But I just didn't know how to, like continue to talk to him you know because you know what do you do once you get rejected like once you get rejected you're just like okay like I guess I just gotta like move on from this so that was really the mood so for like the first half of 2017 that's when I got close with a friend that I mentioned earlier and like I wasn't really even thinking about that person I wasn't even thinking about the um the guy during that time, because like me and my friend, we had got really close. And that was really what I was focused on was that. And like, I am the type of person that focuses on like one person. I don't really, I don't really like the whole like, oh, I I need to juggle my options thing. Um, Like, because if I feel like you like me back, and like, you're worth it, I'm just gonna focus on you. That's just the person I am. Um, But boy, that I learned my lesson. <laughs> um, I'm still like that in a way, but I just have not, I just haven't met anybody yet that, that I feel is worth it. So we here now, but anyway, so after that person and I, after my friend and I like kind of fell off, we kind of fell off. It's like, things just got weird in that connection. It really did. Um, like I had revealed, I, I did start to like him and I did tell him, my, I told him as well, like, Hey, I do like you, you know, and I really felt like he liked me too, but there was something going on deeper with him that he didn't want to get me involved in because he was actually very super protective of me. So he straight up told me, was like, we just, you know, I just want to be friends, but that didn't really like stop us anyway from talking or whatever like we still had talked like buddies you know that's just how I was um but then we had fell off I guess just due to life and then after I like I was like okay I guess we're not talking no more I kind of just started talking back to the original person again um I had wrote him a letter just telling him about my feelings and about like what I had learned during our time of like not because we would text here and there like when I was talking to my other friend or when I was hanging out with my other friend but I didn't really like pay him any mind during that time so yeah and I feel like he sensed that in a way but there was a time where we didn't talk for about four to five months and then that's when I had decided to like just man up and write that letter to him. And I feel like that letter genuinely touched him to this day. He had wrote me back a letter that genuinely touched me. I even still have it, guys. Um, Yeah, I still have it. And that also is a reminder of just like, 
where my life was at in 2017. And I think that's why I still keep it. I do feel like the words were genuine in there. But really, like, that's when things started becoming rocky between me and this person. Like, um, he was just telling me things that, like, he just was not putting the energy towards. Like, he was just telling me things like, oh, like, I really want us to be communicated, like, to communicate more. And, you know, I'm going to come see you more. And just, you just never did it. So, mixed signals or no. <laughs> and then, pretty much, 2018 was the last time I saw him. That we had went to the movies. Because he hit me up and was like, hey, I'm coming down tomorrow. And I would like for you to come and meet my sister. And I would like for you to come to the movies with us. And he was like, do you want to come? So I told him, yes, of course. Because, like, it had been a whole year since I had saw him. So he was like, okay, great. He was like, um, well, really two years. He was like, okay. So I went and I met the sister. The sister was very nice. Um, I can tell she really liked me. So... After that, this when things really just went downhill between me and that person. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what to think at this time. At this time, I was just like, look, what is this? Like, are we going to be together or are we not? You know, but that kind of threw me for a loop. The fact that he told me like, Hey, come meet my sister. And then like how things turned out now, it's still confusing in a way. It's still like, what the hell just happened? You know, like what was all of this? What was those three years? You know, cause we really didn't stop talking until, um, around like November, 2019. So just think like that whole time I'm, I'm like, just it's like literally like one loophole after another. It's like, okay, great. I'm thinking that we're making progress. And then boom, like we just don't talk. And it's like, I realized that I had been watering that situation this whole entire time. Like literally from, I would say 20, um, I would say even like late 2017 to the time we stopped talking, I was pretty much the one like, checking in first and saying something first. So I just didn't, I didn't know what the heck was going on. But the reason why, like, I'm sharing all of these details about this connection is because, like, during this time, I started noticing, like, synchronicities. Um, I don't know if you guys know what that's about, but synchronicities are, like, you know, you could, it could become in the form of, like, numbers, pictures, songs, etc. Just, like, certain numbers that remind you of somebody or something. Um, songs that remind you of somebody or something, pictures that remind you of something, of someone or something, or you see that person's name, like, all the time. Like, this, this is what was going on during this time. And I actually have a log that I kept, and I kept track of, like, how many times I've seen, like, synchronicities. So, 
One of the synchronicities I'll share with you guys that I had was that, yes, he goes to a military school. So I saw U.S. Army all the time, all the time during this time. And I will always track when I saw that because spiritually I was like, oh, I feel like his energy is with me. And it is a point where you do feel somebody else's energy. I've always been the type to pick up on others energy, um, which is why I would say like I am an empath because boy, like, if somebody's energy is not right, like, that can affect me a lot, so it's, it's all about patience and balance and stuff, and being grounded, but during all of this, yes, so this, this is why I say, like, this contributed to my spiritual awakening, because I started becoming more informative and looking up more information about, like, angel numbers and, um, just signs and synchronicities, dreams I've been having, like my dreams were even very vivid. Um, they're still very vivid till this day. Um, like I would dream more in detail, more in depth, just things like that. And I just couldn't believe this was all happening to me, you know, like now I'm more, I guess I'm more like, grounded with it because I know what it is now but like why was this happening to me I was just like I didn't even know all this stuff existed I didn't even know like this could happen to somebody like how does one feel so connected to somebody and you barely even know them you know what I mean like just stuff like that um but I had also realized like I was letting that spiritual term like allow me to ignore some red flags and some things that I probably should have noticed back then that I didn't notice until now when I really like reflected on it and once again this is about being human so it happens you know and I didn't beat myself about uh, I didn't beat myself up about it I simply just told myself like okay this is what I need to learn and I definitely learned my lesson with a lot of things and that connection, because we definitely had a connection. I don't know what kind of connection it was, honestly, because it, it was a mess. But it definitely taught me just, one, I really needed to love myself because I was so dependent on that. Like, I was so dependent on him. And I would get so, like, upset if he did not check on me or if he did not, like, respond to my message the way I wanted him to. Like, I, I had codependency for sure for sure. And no, I'm not proud of that, but it took that for me to understand that I had that. And, you know, once I understood that I was having that in that relationship, or it's not even a relationship, but just like, you know, that connection, I made a vow to change that because like, the only person I should be dependent on from love is myself, to be honest. Um, yes, you know, my family, my friends love me and I get that. Um, but it really starts with how you look at yourself and how you treat yourself and how you talk about yourself. So during all of that, I just got so lost in that person that I lost myself for a minute. And that is why I understand why like that ended, because I feel like me and that person came into each other's lives at the time that we did to kind of teach each other certain things. And now like we outgrew that and it's time for a better, you know, it's time for a different lesson, time for a different person now, just things like that. So it's really no hard feelings towards him. Um, but 
it's just it's just crazy how once again like a person can have that effect on you and really in 2019 that was when I finally had confessed my real feelings because I I knew I was in love with this guy literally in 2016 but I just didn't say it because I felt like he wasn't ready for that at the time and that's why I kept pushing it off and just acting like I was cool with us just being friends honestly but really I was not like that was eating me up inside because I was like yo I really want a relationship with this person and I'm really in love with this person but here I am pretending pretending for him which you know in a way was wrong to myself like because I should have I should have admitted my feelings sooner but once again I just felt like he wasn't ready for it until the time that I did it and I try not to do it where I like just dumped everything on him and like left him to like pick up the pieces you know what I mean but I just finally came out and said it and the way I did it like I I had to text it to him unfortunately because I didn't know if I was going to see him again and I still haven't you know still didn't see him up until the point where we stopped talking so I knew that wasn't going to happen I knew I wasn't going to see him again so I was like I'm gonna just text him because like I was going to do the letter thing again but then I was like eh like he's home I don't really know his address like I knew his school address so you know if he was at school it would have worked but like he was at home during that time so I sent it to him and he was like shocked like he was just like I cannot believe that you feel like this about me being that we never saw each other like that. We only saw each other three times in this lifetime. And like, um, that we, you know, we talked, but we didn't talk and just, you know, he's just asking like how, why, you know, in general. And I was just like, I can explain it to you, but it's up to you to like receive that because, you know, not everybody believes in like certain things like a lot of people a lot of people define spirituality differently than I do which is fine and I'm not saying that your definition is wrong but pretty much um yeah so we talked about it on the phone. I told him he was just shocked. Like, he was like, I cannot believe that you felt like this this whole time. Like, these whole three years, you felt like this. And I was like, yeah, like, I did try to tell you, but I also, you know, kind of got discouraged when you had told me you didn't see us romantically. So, pretty much, I did not get the outcome that I was looking for for that. That was a big lesson I had to learn, just not to expect things to go exactly the way you see it. Um, I had a really bad problem with that. Um, and I would disappoint myself multiple times because of that. But yeah, so it did not turn out the way I wanted to at all. And actually, I feel like that disconnected us even more. Um, because we had made a vow like that night that we talked about this um about me about what I said to him like he was like okay we're gonna communicate more and just be more open and honest and boy the next week y'all the next week he blocked me on snapchat that's when I was like okay either something else is happening with him right now like he in a relationship or he talking to somebody right now he just don't want me to see it you don't want to hurt me Or, like, I scared the shit out of him. 
either one, either one, I, I don't know what it was, but either one, I still don't know what it was. Um, so that's when I was like, wow, like, I can't believe it. Like, I was hurt. I was really hurt. I was just like, wow. Like, you told me you would communicate with me. You just blocked me. And then, like, we just really didn't talk after that. And then, like, I I I texted him every now and then throughout those last couple of months that we talked. And, of course, it was me who did it. Um, Because I was just like, let me not let my ego interfere with this let me just do what I feel is right and I felt like it was right to reach out to him and it really isn't nothing wrong with like reaching out to people regardless of how they take it or how they respond it was another lesson I learned but in reality this also taught me just like what I was trying to find in that connection um to make up for like what I've been through personally as a child and we'll get more into that. We'll get more into like um, childhood trauma and things like that throughout this podcast. But yeah, but I realized like, wow, like that person was really emotionally unavailable. But then again, I used to be very emotionally unavailable. Like it was like he was in a way a mirror of me because I used to not communicate at all. Like I used to just shut down. Like if something went wrong, like I would just shut down and like, just internalize everything and not really talk to anybody about my feelings and about what I was going through. So that's, that's really what that connection taught me. And that's when I realized like, wow, I really still need to sit with myself and get to know myself better. Cause this is really, you know, this is crazy. Like this is, I don't like that. I used to, you know, that I had these qualities. So once you realize you got qualities, you don't like, you got to work on changing it changing the cycle that was re- that's really it so yeah I'm really thankful for that connection though because like I said it opened my eyes to a whole bunch of different things um one just things that I didn't like about myself things that I wanted to improve you know I wanted to improve my relationship with myself because I got so lost in that that I really lost a sense of who I am and what I want to do and things like that um, and to give y'all an update, cause I know you guys are probably wondering like where I'm at today. Um, today, honestly, like, yes, I've gone to therapy over this because this really had a toll on me because I just didn't understand. And I mean, till this day, like I'm definitely better. I'm pos- more positive about it because I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. And like, I had so much resentment towards him and I was just like, he broke my heart. You know what I mean? But like, in a way I needed that. I needed that because I was just like, oh my God, there's so many things that like I did that I did as well that were kind of foul, like not foul, but like, there were things that I did that could have been better. Like, I can't just blame him for everything as well. Like, one, I allowed certain things. I didn't speak up about certain things. You know, just things like that. But in the way, like I said, back to my point, this connection has taught me that being human is okay. Being human is perfectly normal. Being human is fine. And really... 
my vow now is to just continue to deepen my spirituality with myself, figure out who I am still, and figure out the things I want to do. And just knowing that just because one thing didn't work out doesn't mean something, you know, another thing isn't. Like, something better is coming for me. I genuinely believe that. So, even though that situation didn't serve me, the next person I'm with might be the person for me, you know, long term, the way I want it to be. So, patience. Well, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this talk. Um, I will be back next week, really, just to talk about some more things in regards to spirituality. So, we're going to talk about, you know, either childhood trauma or just, you know, we can even talk about friendships, like how that molds, you know, relationships too, because friendships are just as important. What you allow in a friendship is the foundation of what you're going to allow in a relationship, to be honest. Or we can even talk about, we can even, we can talk about a lot of things, but thank you guys for for listening. Oh my God. And you guys have a good one. Bye-bye.